Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Zach Drew. And I am Josh Beck. Josh, it is fantastic to have you here in central Illinois. Well, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. I'm and very excited. We, uh, we picked up his family. Andrew Bellers is actually just off the camera over here and went and picked up his family in, uh, in Missouri. And tell us a little about your family. Oh, yeah. So I'm married. We have five kids. Uh, big family, uh, and yeah, like you said, we just we just moved here the other day, actually last week, and we've just been having a blast. We're settling in great. Uh, kids are happy, wife is happy, so everything's going going really well. Uh, listen, and, and you understand this that that, that watch this show to be in the Lord's will is the only place that you should want to be in your life. And whenever you are operating in God's will, it's just favor and it's blessing. And it's just not to say that your life is going to be easy and nothing but, you know, unicorns and rainbows by any means, but it's just different. It, life is good. You know that whatever life throws that you can handle whenever you're in the will of God. And let me tell you something is that I don't know exactly because we know in part, we prophesy in part, but God is doing something really big. Just how this whole thing came about with, with Josh Peck coming and you, you know, you've had, read his bio and, he, and it's more than just a bio because you know, he has written a bunch of books and done some fantastic award-winning documentaries on even really uh, hard topics like child sex trafficking. Yeah. You know, so he really can do a lot. He's really good, but it's, there's a God thing happening. There is a God connection taking place that Josh came here with his entire family moved here um, served for a, a long time at, at Skywatch TV. We love we love Tom Horn and, and the whole team out there. And but what God has set us out to do, mm-hmm. I really feel like it's really going to be huge. I feel like that too. <laughs> and uh, you know, throughout this whole process, because it's such a big move and big change, Christina and I have you know obviously put a lot of prayer into it. And uh, when when I was praying, I said, "Lord, you know me. Sometimes I can be spiritually dense when you're trying to tell me something. So if this is what you want me to do, please make it so obvious that it's undeniable." And He has, and He still is, time and time again. So we've been we've been getting a lot of confirmations, and I fully believe Christina does as well, and I know you do that. What we are setting up to do is going to be huge and unlike unlike anything that the church has seen in, in all of history. It's going to be big. The church can fully operate and set out to do what the Word of God has called us to do Amen. while simultaneously throwing the 501 status in the garbage. Amen. <laughs> For Amen. nearly 2,000 years until the, you know, John, whatever the amendment, Johnson Amendment, 1950s or whatever it was, the churches didn't have 501s, and all the 501s have done is muzzled us. That's right. From being able, to, and it's desensitized. It's, 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 it has removed our cojones. Mm-hmm. You either get muzzled or you get taxed. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And the fact of the matter is this, is that um, we're setting out on, an, on a venture. You know what? We're going to have to start paying taxes. And the 501 in, in, in this regards, the Zach Drew Show 501 everything, I believe that it will remain in place for people to still give for, for doing 
the Lord's work in other ways. Absolutely. But to avoid the muzzleship, mm-hmm. if that's even a word of the <laughs> government, we are starting a new venture, an online internet network, and it's going to have to be for profit because that's the only way that we can set this thing up. And what it's going to do is we can talk about the Lord in 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 the exact same capacity. The thing is, I said that 501's muzzle, there are certain things that we've done on this program that technically, <laughs> I'm not going to go into it, but let's just say, they haven't been able to muzzle me <laughs> as much as they would like. Yeah. But I understand that as, as this grows and we heard a certain peak and we're above the radar, yeah. they're going to come after us. Oh, big And time. so we can not only talk about the Lord and talk about these things, there's going to be a time where even what we're doing is going to be killed by the Antichrist system, I yep. believe. Me too. But we are going to escape that huge first wave of, well, you can't talk about those things because that's hate speech. There goes your 501 tax status. Mm-hmm. See you see you later meeting place. You can't even meet anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know what? I don't care if that person is a sold out Bible believing Christian that's running for Congress or such and such. You cannot endorse them. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're going to be removing ourselves from all of those limitations. Yeah. Uh, and it's so exciting. We'll have the freedom to say whatever we want to say in whatever capacity. Uh, people will be able to hear us. We won't have to worry about censorship because, I mean, YouTube and all, all of these other places, constantly, constantly ministries are getting censored left and right. I mean, I've had it happen. You've had it happen. But what we're building, what we're actually going to be able to, to create here for your amazing audience, well, for our amazing audience uh, now, is, is it, we're going to have total freedom to be able to say whatever the Lord puts on our hearts. That's right. And listen, I got to do this. Um, you know, it's, we have to be able to sustain ourselves while we're doing this other thing that's totally separate from this. Yeah, yeah. We've got to be able to sustain ourselves. My gosh, you have a wife and five kids, <laughs> yep. you know, and, and um, we have lots of expenses. We have lots of TV airtime. So we are doing this match right now yeah. because of the generosity of, of Mark Eskinder in California and some of the, the, the powerful trusts that he controls. We are at right now, we have a $50,000 match. And how we do matches is like this. If someone regularly gives on a monthly basis, we can't count that towards the match because we've got to continue to pay our bills. Yeah. Right? So what in the last two weeks we have raised of this $50,000 match um, is 11825 Praise God. Okay, 11825 Yes, praise God. But my goodness, do we have a huge way to go. Yeah. And we <laughs> desperately need this match right now to sustain us during this season. Okay, we really need your help. So please think about giving an absolutely generous donation. And I want to thank Carolyn and Ralph uh, for your $500 donation this week. I want to thank uh, Thomas for your $100 donation. I want to thank Catherine for your $100 donation. I want to thank Kathy for your $500 donation. And I want to thank uh, my dear friend Patty for her $1,000 uh, donation this week. We're at 11825 Call us today at 888 459 5727 and give a donation today. And I'm also asking, even if you don't give a donation, which I hope you do, we are doing this thing right now where we are we really need to know where you're watching us from. We need those analytics, okay, for something that we're doing. So please, it doesn't even matter if you give or not, I need every single person that's watching right now, I need you to tell us where you're watching from by calling that number. So just call the number and say, hey, Zach Drew, 
asked for me to uh, tell you where I'm watching from, and this is where. Are you watching on TLN, Total Living Network, through Comcast Cable in Illinois? Are you watching through Comcast Cable on the PTL Network? Maybe you're watching on the PTL Network on Apple TV or Roku. Maybe you're watching on DirecTV every week on WHT, which is World Harvest Television. Or maybe you're watching us on one of the social media platforms, which if you are, I hope it's Rumble, okay? Because if you're watching on YouTube, I wanna know, but I also want you to know that whenever we get banned from there, you can go and watch us on Rumble. Are you watching on Facebook? Are you watching on this and that? Just simply call that number, 888-459-5727, and just say, hey, real quick, this is where I'm watching from. Please do that. I actually need you to do that uh, right now. All right, let's get into the topics for today. Our uh, leading article, which we will branch from quite radically, but it lays the foundation for today's program is this. Here's the article's headline. This is from the New York Post. Amazon shuts down customers' smart home devices after delivery drivers' false racism claim. Josh, take it away. Yeah, so this is a totally insane story, but I think we're going to see more of this in the in the near future. But to lay the foundation, this uh, this this man, a black man. Only reason I bring up his race is because people are going to see just how ridiculous this story is. His name is uh, Brandon Jackson. Well, he got a delivery, and his ring doorbell said something, and the delivery man who had earphones in took it as a racial slur. So this wasn't even Brandon Jackson that said it, it was the ring doorbell. The delivery man had earphones in, so he, he, didn't, he misunderstood. The doorbell actually said, excuse me, can I help you? That was the racist. <laughs> I know, the delivery man took it as a racial slur and complained. I don't even think Brandon Jackson was home when this happened. Well, come to find out, he, uh, the delivery man complained to Amazon, and um, Amazon shut off his smart home services. So like lights and stuff. It was like that for six days while they did an investigation. And then it turned out, they, they turned out he was completely innocent. He didn't say any racial slur, you know? Um, and the, it is an irony situation that the man, mm -hmm. that the man himself that was accused of racism, and he, gosh, you can't say this in today's woke culture, but the irony of it is that he himself was black, yeah. but the delivery driver, because he's behind a ring doorbell, he couldn't see the color, and he just yes. naturally assumed, well, the man, man said something. It must have been racist. I feel like this delivery driver is the same type of people that whenever <laughs> they you know, order something at Subway and the cashier says, have a nice day, they scream back, don't tell me how to live my life! Yeah, right? I mean, yeah no kidding. It just doesn't make any sense. It's, it's totally insane. So for six days, he didn't have his smart home services while they'd performed this uh, investigation. Now, isn't that proven guilty before innocence, you know? He he has a quote here too. This is a direct quote from Brandon. He said, I do want to note that since I host many of my own local services and many devices are local only, I only lost the ability to use Alexa. My home was fine as I just use Siri uh, or locally hosted dashboard if I wanted to change the light's color or something of that nature. However, this was a huge overreaction and I'm hoping we as consumers get more protections and will truly be able to own our own devices. Now, so some people at home might be thinking, well, why is that such a big deal? If, uh, you know, if he was able to still control everything, who cares? Well, it's because in the very near future, the more and more that we get accustomed and uh, the more we depend on these technological services and smart homes and stuff, think about in another 10 years, can they shut off your water? You know, can they, can they shut off your electricity totally? What if you're having a phone call with a friend and you happen to say something that 
AT&T doesn't like, and they just shut off your phone services because of that. This is a small example of what I believe we're heading towards. And really, ultimately, it's prophetic in nature, because as we know, there's a, a very popular prophecy about uh, the mark of the beast, that you won't be able to even participate in the economy. And I think we're seeing some of the precursors of that now with stories like this. You know, a lot of people don't like Alex Jones from InfoWars. Um, and it's because, you know, 20% of the things that he he might say is so outrageous or, yeah. you know, it's just whenever you're ripping off your shirt during a program and talking <laughs> about eating your neighbors, <laughs> You know, it's just a little tough to take seriously sometimes. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I, that's true. But mm -hmm. the fact is this, I don't care if you don't like him. Mm -hmm. Doesn't bother me one way or another. But I'm telling you, mm -hmm. if a lot of people also don't want to watch him because they know 20%, it's like, I just, I can't believe what he's saying. While the 80% is so actually so true, mm -hmm. but the delivery people can't handle. Right. Um, I don't mind the theatrics. I actually think they're <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, but it's hard to watch a program whenever you're thinking, I don't want to take the time to listen to an hour program and have to decipher for myself the 10 or 20% that isn't actually real. So it's, it's hard for people. And I say all to say is that uh, there was actually an interesting video. I don't think I'm going to play it because we don't have time today. But there's a video that's from actually December 23rd, 2015 of Alex Jones warning the people that the, basically the Frightful Five, but he talks about Facebook, Google, and Microsoft, they were beta testing the social credit score algorithm in China to bring to the USA. Now understand this, mm -hmm. is that the term ESG had not, for lack of a better word, saturated the market yet, right? It wasn't uh, a common household term or discussing at the dinner table. Actually, many of you maybe even watching today still don't know what ESG is. ESG is how we are implementing this draconian social credit store in America, and it is the government partnering with the big banks that are going to destroy you. But now we're seeing how it could be paired with the Frightful Five, these large tech companies. ESG is our social credit score. Now, just by way of review, just in case you haven't been paying attention to my show, ESG stands for Environmental Social Governance. Um, and some would even refer to it as Social Justice Governance because it's a very woke program. Mm -hmm. It is a credit score of sorts issued by the banks that measure how green your company, your business, your investment opportunity is a poor score will result in loans and investment opportunities being denied. Another tentacle of climate change to cripple America. The EU has already codified uh, am I pronouncing that road? It's like potato, potato. I read online, some people are like, no, it has to be codified. And others are like, no, it's codified. And there's like, there's like, you know, it's like, they're drawing a line in the sand. It's a very black and white issue, apparently. But anyway. I've heard it both ways. Potato, potato. Yeah. The EU has already codified ESG through something called the CSRD, Corporate Sustainability Reporting Directive, which will affect hundreds, if not thousands of US companies that do business in the EU. Now, I am going through this quickly. It will absolutely blow your mind if you go and watch our previous programs on ESG. But um, the Heartland Institute's Justin Haskins has previously described how Merrill Lynch and actually a couple other large banks are issuing ESG credit scores for individual customers as well. That is why this is terribly important. What will it do? Why don't you just go and study the social credit score system in China? Because mm -hmm. that's what it's going to do. Mark my words. If you don't know about it, you're gonna know everything there is to know about it in the next couple of years, ESG. 
they will shut you down and turn you off. This story from Amazon is a foreshadow of what's to come. Just last week, we did a program. The entire program was discussing how the Fed is buying your data right now. They're buying your, your data, everything, from where you go, from your online search history, everything. Now, what they will do with it can only be ominous in nature, is my belief. Um, you know, last I'll just show this just, just by a quick wave review. This was last week's article. The Feds are buying mountains of your personal data, and one day it could be used against you. Listen, the elite need the fourth industrial revolution. They need the one trillion connected devices that we've talked about them saying. They need everything connected to a global brain, their term that they've coined, gathered and analyzing the world's data in real time because once they have that, they have everything. One false move and you, my friend, are excommunicated from the world of commerce. The world that, which makes this globe turn around on a daily basis will be banned from the language which mankind speaks today. Just ones and zeros. Ban. Mm. You're gone. You're shut off. You're shut out. You're excommunicated. This is prophetic, people. Yeah, we can really see how. Now, I mean, tell me if this sounds familiar uh, and think about how this is set up today. Revelation 13, 15 through 17. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark uh, or the name of the beast or the number of his name. They get that mark through worship. They, they have to comply. We're seeing the precursors of that now. If you don't comply, your YouTube's gone. If you don't comply, your Amazon smart house is shut off. And this is just the beginning. Like you said, in the next couple of years, it's just going to get more and more insane. That's right. We have moved from the have and the have-nots to the watchers and the watched. Listen, I want to encourage you right now, wherever you're watching, I need every single person to do this. I'm not even asking you to give when you call the number. We're doing this thing where we need to find out where you're watching from. Uh, we need those analytics. And the only way that we're going to be able to get those analytics is if you call this number and simply just say, hey, Zach Drew told me to call and uh, wanted to know where we're watching from. We're watching from DirecTV on WHT. We're watching from TLN on Comcast Cable or PTL and Comcast Cable are watching on PTL through Roku or the Apple TV or hey, you know what? We're, we're uh, weekly viewers on YouTube or on Rumble, on Facebook. We need to know those analytics for the direction that we are going to be taking, okay? So I need every single person, just take a minute and call 888-459-5727 and tell us where you're watching from. Once again, that number is now on the screen. We're making it real big and clear for you. 888-459-5727. Call now and let us know where you are watching from. Listen, so we've been talking about this content about ESG and control of the big, the big frightful five and, and how they're even working with the government to shut you down and shut you off and to excommunicate you from the world. That's prophetic. That's what's coming. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're working on some things to protect us from this, this first wave. Absolutely. I want to show you how this isn't a new idea. This is a video from 2017 that has resurfaced on social media showing BlackRock CEO Larry Fink 
boasting of forcing companies to bend the knee to diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, which is DEI policies and its environmental social governments, ESG system. Play that video now. Well, behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're, going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. 54% uh, of the incoming class are women. We, we added four more points in terms of diverse uh, employment this year. And it, if it, it, you know, what we are doing internally is if you don't achieve these levels of impact, it, your compensation could be impacted, okay? We're doing the same thing. And so it's just, it, you have to force behaviors. And if you don't force behaviors, whether it's gender or race or just any way you want to say the composition of your team, you're going to be impacted. And that's not just not recruiting. It is development, as Ken said. And ultimately, it's still going to take time, but I am just as much shocked as Ken is that we have not seen more opportunities. And we're going to have to force change. Listen to that quote. Mm -hmm. Was that not shocking? No kidding. When it comes to implementing gender race equity, inclusion initiatives, you have to force behavior. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, here's another quote from him that you heard in that video. If you don't achieve these levels of impact, your level of compensation could be impacted. Whoo, that's a threat. Mm -hmm. Just threatening to destroy you and your family through destroying your livelihood that you have become dependent upon. And by the way, you know, some people aren't in the investment world. What is BlackRock? Everybody should know what BlackRock is because it is literally the world's single largest asset manager with over, well, right around $10 trillion in assets under management as of 2022. Wow. Now, you heard another gentleman on the panel say, whenever BlackRock CEO Larry Fink said, if you don't achieve this level of impact, your level of compensation could be impacted. You heard another gentleman on the panel kind of pipe up and say, we are doing the same thing. And just in case you didn't hear that, listen to this little six second clip one more time. If you don't achieve these levels of impact, it, your compensation could be impacted, okay? We're doing the same thing. And so, so who was that? Um, well, I've asked them to put up a, a screen image from the panel as a whole from that video. And you see the man in red um, who is circled. That man is the man who said that, and that is Kenneth Chenault. He is the chairman and CEO of American Express, one of the most valuable companies in the world doing the same thing. And how will they force cooperation? And I'm going to blow through this material very, very quickly because there's a video I want to show you that's really uh, pretty neat. Um, and feel free to pipe in at any time you want. Sure. Because Jim Baker used to always tell me, <laughs> as the host of a program, you got to keep talking because you, you got to fill the airtime. Yeah. And, you know, he's always looking around. Who would like to jump in? Who would like to jump in? So it's my job to fill the airtime. If you want to jump in, you let me know. Sure. So how will they force cooperation? One way is through ESG. Um, they will force it through SG. Here's a quick article I want to talk about. ESG dystopia. Why corporations are actually doubling down on the woke even as they lose billions. Because they're going to benefit in the end. Let me explain you, to you why. In the past year, it is no longer viable to dump money into mostly useless woke projects, right? Because well, guess what? Once you go woke, you go broke. Uh, the woke trend continues. Why? It seems like pure madness. 
But what if they know something we don't? What if they are writing out an engineered economic crisis, an engineered economic crisis? That's that's what you need to remember. Mm -hmm. So that they can be rewarded later when with, uh, you know, too woke to fail riches. While ESG lending appears to be dying today, tomorrow ESG lending will be the only way any company will be able to survive. It could have to be tied directly to an economic crisis as well as the introduction of digital currencies. A debt crisis could force a majority of companies into a corner. With lack of funds, falling consumer spending and tightening loan markets, central banks and stimulus measures would once again become the only official mechanism for rebuilding the economy. So how could they do it? By How could they force ESG? Through manufactured crisis. I wanna play for you just a really quick clip. I don't agree with everything from Russell Brand by any means. And my goodness, do I not agree with half, if not more, of the things that Bill Maher believes on his show? Mm -hmm. But what an enlightening interview of Russell Brand being interviewed on the Bill Maher show. Take a listen to this. We do, we love like facts. I love facts. I wouldn't have mentioned it. I'm English, and you know that politeness is our fundamental religion. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they do pertain to this issue. So may I say something? Please, please, if they inconvenience you, I I I'll stop saying them. The pandemic created at least 40 new far big pharma billionaires. Pharmaceutical corporations like Moderna and Pfizer made $1,000 of profit every second from the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine. More than well. two-thirds of Congress received campaign funding from pharmaceutical companies in the 2020 election. Pfizer chairman Albert Baller told Time magazine in July 2020 that his company was developing a COVID vaccine for the good of humanity, not for money. And of course, Pfizer made $100 billion but, okay. in profit right. in 2022. Right. And, and may I just mention, finally, and these are, this is also a fact, that you, the American public, funded the development of that. The German public funded the BioNTech vaccine. When it came to the profits, they took the profits. When it came to the funding, you paid for the funding. All I'm querying is this. Yes. Is if you have All an right. economic system in which pharmaceutical companies benefit hugely from medical emergencies, where a military-industrial okay. complex benefits from war, where energy companies benefit from energy crises, you are going to He's generate right. states of perpetual crisis yes. where the interests of ordinary and, people and, well, yes, and, separate from the interests of the elite. Really quickly, listen to what he said. We're almost out of time. If you have a system in which pharmaceutical companies benefit hugely from medical emergencies, where you have a military-industrial complex who benefits from war, where energy companies benefit from energy crisis, you are going to generate states a perpetual crisis where the interests of the ordinary people separate from the interests of the elite. What a fantastic tidbit of wisdom. Isn't that not? It's, yeah, it's insane. There is so much more <laughs> that we could say on this topic yeah, and the we topics we've covered. Yep. Yeah, we, we literally have pages of, of notes that we haven't been able to get to. But what's really exciting is we have something called the Paul Revere Report. Which uh, you have taken complete control over. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And actually, the very next one that's coming out, I worked together with Andrew Bellers, but I did the commentary at the end. Uh, but we're going to, uh, from now on, I'm going to take that up. But the, all of the information, not only from the show, but extra information that couldn't make it to the show are, are, is going to be available in the Paul Revere report. So you want to make sure you get that to have all the information available. Lots more articles, lots more commentary, of course, lots more Bible verses, uh, a, a lot to inform you. Uh, what is the best way that people can get the Paul Revere Absolutely. report? So go to www.zachdrewshow.com. And from there, you click the store icon, store, and you'll see our coffee in the Paul Revere report. Sign up for the Paul Revere report, and you'll get that on a monthly basis sent every month to your email.
Okay, so do that. Do that right now. You can also write us at P.O. Box 797, Decatur, Illinois, 6525. And one more time, everybody that's watching, we need you to do this. Whether you give or not, we need you to call this number and simply tell us where you're watching from. Every person, where you're watching from. It can be a nice quick call, all right? Call 888-459-5727 and say, hey, Zach Drew wanted to know where we're watching from. Just want to let you know, this is where we're watching from. Whether it's TLN, Com, uh, Comcast Cable in, in Illinois, whether it's through Comcast Cable on the PTL network, whether it's uh, somewhere out in the, throughout the entire country on WHT, which is World Harvest Television on DirecTV. Maybe you're watching on the PTL network through Roku or Apple TV. Maybe you're just watching on YouTube or Facebook, or if you're on social media, I hope you're watching on Rumble. But wherever you're watching, we need to know that to know the direction that we need to go from this point forward. So please call that number and let us know where you're watching from. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week.